Hello and welcome to another episode of Long Story Short. I'm Jade. I'm Stevie. And I'm Elle. And we are three childhood best friends who will be discussing everything life has to throw at us and all the lessons in between. You're guaranteed completely honest, unfiltered opinions and a few laughs along the way. Oh, and just a warning, no story will ever be short. <laughs> I'll be good. Love a good old ramble, don't we, girls? Just a bit. (laughs) Off on a tangent. Off on a tangent. Three different tangents. Eventually, we come back to the point we were trying to make. (laughs) Round the bush. Round round the bush. Round the bush. Where are you going? I was going to say round the block then. (laughs) It's because we're doing vagina stories. Bush on the mind. Bush (laughs) is on the mind. Yeah, how are you, girls? Not too bad. Not too bad. You know? I'm very happy, girls. I can't lie. Look, I feel like every episode is going to start with, I'm a whining. <laughs> i got a glass of wine. But I am. I'm just very happy, very grateful. The manifestations go well. Grateful for life, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. The wine really is. <laughs> <happy. laughs> I've been around the bush, you know? <laughs> oh, what a everyone's on top for. <laughs> well, this week, we are talking everything... Vagina related. This is the Vagina Diaries. Vagina Diaries. Are you ready? Absolutely. We're going to be covering all the different topics that you can ever imagine around the vagina. Vaginas. Um, And we've got a couple of questions this week that have been sent in to us. But before we get there... So it's that time of the week again. It is Stevie's Word of the Week. Stevie's Word of the Week. We really need jingle. Excuse me, this is the jingle. That is the jingle. I appreciate these dulcet tones. That's a word, I love that word. Dulcet. Dulcet. You're welcome. Autumnal. That could have been a word of the week. Where's autumnal come from? love the word autumnal. I think it's beautiful. Anyway. Word of the week. Okay, right. This is actually where word of the week started from because many years ago, in the office, um, somebody wrote this word and I just found it absolutely hilarious that I had been saying it wrong my entire life. So all of, I think I must have been about 24 at the time. So I'd gone through life thing saying this word completely wrong. But interestingly, we did a poll in the office and about 50% of people were saying it wrong as well. Interesting. So, oh, no, what is that? The word is respite. So, respite means a short period of rest or relief from something difficult or unpleasant. You mean respite? This is what I'm saying. Respite. 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 I would say <laughs> rest. Bye. Have a rest and a bite. Literally. <laughs> Literally two separate words. I would always say rest bite. So wait, what is it? Respite. R E S P I T E. Respite. That that's that's not what I say. Respite. Need a little bit of respite. Oh god, I'm really tired and it's a lot right now. I need a bit of respite. Yes. Not gonna say get me sleep. Get me snack. Respite. Respite. Sounds spiteful. Respite. Respite. No, it doesn't sound rest like the word. Bite. Oh, yeah, girls. bit of respite. Oh, <laughs> bit of respite. Well, there we go. Learn something new every day. Do you know what? I'm so happy that it's not just me because usually, <laughs> like whenever I say yeah. these things, I do get a few funny looks. But Jade, I'm glad you did. No, it's with me. respite. Well, now I say it because it just makes me laugh. And I know I'm respite. saying it wrong. Now I feel like I'm going to say it wrong deliberately because it's going to make me laugh. It doesn't yeah, roll off the tongue. Respite. 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 Feels like I've not finished the word. Respite. For the sake of the podcast, I'm having a little talk. Jade is, I don't know what she's doing, but it looks concerning. Yeah, so respite. Respite. There we go. Respite. Heard it here first. Or maybe you didn't. You're you're welcome. You're welcome. welcome. Or I've just made you feel incredibly smug and smart because, yeah, for 24 years I was saying rest by I still am. (laughs) That wraps up Stevie's Word of the Week. Wow, you've even got an outro this time. Amazing. (laughs) Um, So on to the topic then. Today is 
vagina diaries. I mean, we've all got one, so we're all we've gonna all be able one. to relate to something Does in this else next love hour. The word <laughs> vagina. I love the word vagina. Me too. I love it. There's words I don't like. Don't like pussy. Oh, yeah. Or hate all of those dirty you know what's terrible? words. Minge. Minge. Oh. oh, it just makes me think of Ali G. Yeah, like the in-betweeners. <laughs> Muff. Muff. Muff, yeah. Come bucket. We will oh, Jay! I'm just, I'm reeling off the ones that we are all well aware of. Usually given by men. Nine out of yeah, ten times. Sure. Yeah. Fuck's sake. Oh, um, and yeah, but um, well, let's, let's start it to our first question then. On that note... Okay, moving on to our first question. So we've got numerous questions. We're stepping it up, people. It's 2022. We're stepping it up. First question is from lovely Georgia. Um, so Georgia is saying, I am constantly getting cystitis. Oh, girl, same. And frush. <laughs> what on earth? <laughs> girl, same. <laughs> what on earth is happening in my vagina? Please tell me this is normal and I'm not alone. Well, in case you couldn't tell from my response to that question... You're not alone. No. Do you know what? You're not. You are not. And I think the first time that um, I got cystitis, I literally thought I was dying. Yes. I Mm -hmm. literally thought I was dying. And now it's, dare I say it, normal. It shouldn't be. But I'm like, oh, here we go again. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I remember first getting, well, I don't remember first getting cystitis, but when I was younger... I, um, you girls know, like, I used to get cystitis all the time from the age of, like, 13, right the way until so I was about... So young, Jane. Yeah, from right the way up until I was, like, 17. And it literally was, every single day, I would have to get up early, get a big bottle of that 1.5 Evian, and I'd have to neck that before registration started in, in, like, in secondary school. Because if I didn't get all that water in my system ASAP, I would have cystitis for the rest yeah. of the day. Long story short, I ended up, like having loads of scans and stuff and like one of my kidneys wasn't working properly but you know it took a long way to get to figuring that out and like but now it's just a case of like I know when it's coming on yeah and I know how to deal with it for me it's literally just drinking gallons of water waiting it out it will take about half an hour before the pain to die down mm. but there are so many reasons why people get cystitis as you know like if you are sexually active that plays a massive part in it yeah if you've got a new sexual partner Make sure you have a wee after you have sex. Oh my yes. god, the biggest tip that we could ever give. Honestly. Sit on that toilet, get it all out of you, girl. Even if it's just a drip. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just it drip, because drip, drip. the science behind it is obviously you have sex and bacteria gets into urethra. Is it urethra? Or yeah. ureter? Yeah, urethra. Urethra. Yeah. Um, and that bacteria can Sorry. just turn... Urethra. Urethra. Urethra down there. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, your your bacteria goes into your urethra and then it well, you it's just a party then, isn't it? Really, it it just has an opportunity to grow, and then you'll end up getting UTIs and all sorts. So uh, biggest tip: have a wee after you've had sex. But it can also be loads of different things like washing detergent in like changing your underwear like the doctors have told me all sorts of things over the years for like reasons that why you why you get cystitis the weather change if it's hot you're wearing like clingy clothes well i think it just bows down to bacteria at the end of the day so anything that will uh help contribute to more bacteria going inside your ureta roll (laughs) (laughs) your ureta ureta <laughs> what is the, what's wrong with me? You're urethra. Fuck me. You urethra. What? Girls, I've done triple science. How bad is that? I took it all the way to A level. Oh my god. Oh, fucking sack the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Pick up this parka. Um, uh, but yeah, holding your wee for too long. Oh, Do you know what? Girls. For me, like that. Once I had it, I had it. There was no yeah. going back. It was getting worse until I went and got the antibiotics yeah. from yeah. the doctor. Yeah. And can I just say, um, I'm not sure what the situation is um, with doctor's surgeries around the country but with mine I remember having a bit of a breakdown on the phone because I was like I just need to see a doctor please and the lady obviously all receptionists in doctor's surgeries think they're doctors well what's wrong with you and I was like I know what's wrong with me I know I have cystitis and she was like oh you should have said that at the beginning you can just come and pick up a pot give us a sample and I was like so I've literally nearly like 
cried on the phone to you because I'm in so much pain and you don't have any appointments yeah. and yeah. now you tell me I can give yeah. you just a sample. I used to get those little cystopurine packs. I don't know if you've yeah, ever had those cystopurine. Yeah. So it's like little crystals, like you just dissolve it in some water and you drink that yeah. and it's just got, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, blah, 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 they are... Not cranberry. Like well, yeah, same. antioxidants. There you oh, go. Right. It's just got it's low. It's just packed full of antioxidants mm. that you dilute in water, and then that just helps to get it. Obviously, that's if it's something that you think is mild. If you yeah. get persistent yeah. pain, and then you start getting kidney pain, which you will feel in your yeah. back, and there's a burning, yeah. like there's no mistaking it. Definitely go and get it checked out at the, yeah, the doctors. Absolutely. But yeah, there are just, things to do. Before. Just to mention as well, we are not doctors. We are. This we are not doctors. We couldn't be further away from being doctors. Speak for yourself, you retard. <laughs> <laughs> so if you yeah. are really struggling go and see a doctor yeah, but absolutely. you are 100 normal we well us three we've all God, been there yeah. um God, and more times than i care to imagine well it brings me on to thrush actually because thrush i think is something that like apart from the obvious discomfort mm. is one of those things like especially when you start becoming sexually active if like you know you're you're, you're, you're with the first sexual partner and stuff like that and you've got this burning sensation, you've yeah. got this itching. There is nothing, especially when you're at work or you're oh. at school or and you've like or so I'm saying school, like whenever you're sexually active, there's no judgment there. Um, I had it when I was in school and I definitely wasn't, wasn't sexually active. Yeah, it's not it's not yeah. just down to but sexual like, activity. Yeah, yeah exactly. so definitely at school. Yeah. Can yeah, be yeah. quite frightening as well. Like you you're not sexually you? active and all of a sudden you're burning and itching. Why is my like... vagina itching? Like why am I scratching it till it is burning and yeah. falling off? <laughs> And I feel like, why is my vagina literally? Hello. She's trying to look for my ureter down there. Ureter down there. You're right, Rita. Ureter down. That's going to be a meme now, isn't it? Oh my goodness. bloody worse like, and, and fresh as well like for me I mean look I'm not gonna lie my poor vagina's been through more than most people like should have to deal with but like for not me, in a good way not in a good way god I wish it was <laughs> but like in terms of um society so long story short I have a bladder condition where I have to catheterize a lot of the time so if you imagine that you're pushing <laughs> sorry I'm laughing something and you're pushing a catheter into your ureter um, <laughs> I will stop making the joke now but you know if it's so much about hygiene and when you get taught to self-catheterize you're taught like you must wipe like everything you must clean it like that's why you have to use a disabled toilet we're going in a totally different direction here but you have to be so like hot on yeah. hygiene because and if my catheter touches any other part of my body, you have to chuck it away and start it again. Yeah. Oh and, and that's why, so I get cystitis and kidney infections and the whole thing quite a lot because of that. Um, but again, like, not a doctor, felt like I've seen a million doctors in my life, but drinking as much water as you can, trying to like look after yourself as much as can is like, as you can is the best advice I can give. Mm. Thrush, girls, literally nearly every period I get thrush. Really? Yeah. Oh not like the whole shebang, but like, it can go either way. I get like, <laughs> I like need to scratch the itch, and I'm like, shit, it's fucking, it's, it's back this again. again. It's back yeah. again. But sometimes, like, a lot of the time, I can get away with it. Sometimes I just need to take the tablet and get yeah. it sorted. Well, we were talking All about this because of like you're saying about periods. I used to get it after my period quite often, and it's only since I've moved to the moon cup. Um, oh, like the the organic cup. I'm saying yeah. moving, it's organic cup. There are loads of different brands now, but since moving to that, I used sanitary products, uh, sanitary towels specifically, um, like on my last period, and I noticed that I was like, oh my god, it's itching, and I only linked the two together. And I don't, I don't think it was an allergic reaction necessarily to the sanitary mm. towel, but I definitely think that it does. It's just not. A great environment. Yeah. It's hot. You're then you're leaving this. You're obviously it doesn't matter how much you like switch over your sanitary towels. It's warm, like nearly extra gagged. Because I was thinking moist. And oh, like, yeah. that word. but it is but like it is that, so. Yeah. Since using the organic cup, I've genuinely noticed such a difference with my vagina health. Like really, really. I need to ask Jade. How do you find the cup? Yeah, fine. So I have. I'm someone who has quite heavy periods. Mm. Um and since coming off contraception it's changed we'll get to that later yeah but um since using like i i get heavy periods so sometimes like i'll like need to use a sanitary towel 
to maybe sleeping or something like that but the organic up is like once you get the knack of how to use it and how to insert it properly genuinely it's like so comfortable it feels so fresh and clean you don't feel like you've got all this padding down there mm. this extra heat that is unnecessary do you feel it just inside back you? To you no you don't but is it wow. so would you compare it to a tampon no i'm thinking you tampon, put it in wow whole other whole other yeah, since my wall go i had toxic shot before from a tampon <gasps> no yeah oh my god i almost thought that was like a myth because nope. i'd never known anyone no i had toxic shot from a tampon so for anyone listening toxic shock is like a poisoning of the blood um and we can't i'm sorry sure i think we've said that like three times now fuck um <laughs> but yeah no so it's uh, it's a poison of the blood and basically i was noticing that i was getting really short of breath mm. um kind of i want to say like flu-like symptoms like headache short of breath but that was what was ki- like not killing me it was it was baffling me because this is well before covid yeah. like this was years ago and I was like walking like around the house, getting out of breath. And anyway, I remember, I'm not gonna go into the graphic details, but basically there was a tampon that had been lodged in me. This is way graphic, <gasps> but I'm, I'm saying this for the sake of other young women yeah. and older women and women just in general that use tampons still, that had been there. Oh my I'd basically God. gone out for a drink on like the last phrase of my period, completely forgotten that I had it in, right? Had sex. Oh my God. And there it was. Jade, I actually, yeah. It was so fucking dangerous. So I I realized in bed and I was like, when I realized, I Googled it as you do. Mate, it frightened the life out of me. I was reading all of these things and all of these symptoms of toxic shock, and I was like, yep, 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 yep. Then I was looking at the outcomes, and I was like, wow. So I rang 111, and they was like, you sound out of breath. Do you feel like you need to come up to A&E now, or can yes, you Yes, because I'm bloody panicking. Yes, yeah. I was like, no, I, like, I don't feel any worse than I did yesterday so mm. like i'll wait till tomorrow she was like go just go straight round to the doctor had you taken it out at this yeah, point yeah 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 like oh, that's okay, how i okay. noticed it was there. it it moved its way out it brought itself out like it oh, yeah so um and that's when i was like hang on a minute and then i put two and two together and i was like when was my last period and i was like that was a, oh, it, it basically at least 11 days to oh <gasps> my god yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Jade, this is the stuff yeah. that you read in yeah. like them Time Out bloody well, magazines. Oh God, it's yeah. not the Time Out, the dentist. Take me out, take yeah. me out. Hairdressers. Yeah. Yeah. All of that. So anyway, went to the doctors the next day. She done blood tests and, and mm. you know, all of the sort of things. She put me on a course of antibiotics just to make sure that my bloods were clear and stuff like that. And I was absolutely fine. But my God, has it? I've, I've used a tampon once since and that was just because of an emergency. Um, so yeah, that was literally just because of an emergency. I I used it, but even now I cannot. I they are so uncomfortable tampons now. Yeah. Maybe it's a psychological thing, but they are so uncomfortable now. Whereas with the organic cup, honestly, it's smooth. It's like once you get used to the hang of using it, honestly, it feels so hygienic. Take a bottle of water wow. with you to the toilets, like clean it insert it back again like honestly i've not had a leak i've not had anything nothing like that it has changed my my period hygiene so i would genuinely say to you both get one try out it's not for everyone i'm sure it's not yeah yeah yeah. give it a go because i'm gonna get one now instantly i think i'd struggle with the putting it in and taking it out because i just can't stand that whole process but i've heard such great things about them Mm. and how like good they are but you know that we were saying how after your period you get fresh um, and things like that I actually started following a little company over lockdown it's this mum that's got a sewing machine and she actually makes reusable um, sanitary towels and apparently they're a lot more hygienic than the obviously shop bought ones Mm. um and they're made out of like cotton and it is supposed to be better for you. Well, this wow. is it because in sanitary products, there is so much plastic and there is and so perfume. much perfume. Yeah. So much perfume. How many girls? I remember at one point when I was in when we was in secondary school, and I remember like 
the sanitary towels came in a packet and it was like, sniff me, I smell fresh. And I'm like, yeah. if I can smell my sanitary towel from my fucking school yeah. bag, like when I open my school bag, Ooh. God knows the yeah. oils and stuff, like the unhealthy stuff that it is like releasing whilst it's in your knickers and next to your poor vagina so yeah yeah but that i mean that's that's i'm coming back to thrush putting all of those plastics that make you sweat and things like that thrush is bacteria at the end of the day same as like sister it's all about keeping there dry and also do you know what i fucking hate is those poxy products i'm not gonna name their name but those poxy fresh products. oh god yeah and they are so bad for your They're body. So bad, yeah. The thing you need to keep maintain with your vagina is its pH, pH balance, yeah. right? It's, and it will naturally do that itself. Mm-hmm. If you start washing with soapy products, with fragrance products, anything like that in that area, you are gonna make it worse. And yeah. I know from experience. I remember before, like having had like thrush or something like that. All you want to do is feel clean. So yeah. you'll use products down there because you think you're making yourself clean, like lathered soaps and stuff. It does the complete opposite. It changes yeah. up the pH balance. Therefore, you are going to start all sorts of issues with it. And it's just yeah. trying to get back to its normal state. So my biggest advice, just wash with water. Yeah. Please just wash with water. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Oh my goodness. Like, I feel like I've had a bit of a life lesson there. With brush, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And I'm still trying to work out which products you were referring to because I've got a <laughs> wine head and can't think. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm there now. I'm there now. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Georgia, I hope that helps actually because you are totally, oh, totally so normal. Alone. You're not, in, not alone in that. Right, we're back. Basically, all of our techie issues came together at once and it cut off. So we are back on a different day, but that's okay. We were coming to the end of the question. So Georgia, I really hope you found that helpful. You're definitely not alone. We're all in this together. We're all in this together. Once we know. Honestly, that, you don't I know mean, what that is, do you? I do. It's high school music. <laughs> there was no way I was getting involved. Stevie, I can sing. <laughs> Ongoing, so I went over to see my goddaughter for a birthday, right? And she was watching it over Different there. Different cast, though, isn't it? Disney Channel got what? a series, it's called High School Musical, yeah. the series. Yeah, but it's not I mean, Zac Efron. I just no. feel like it's a shit. Oh, if, if there's no Zac Efron, the it's not High School Musical. Yeah, you heard it first, Disney. <laughs> Pull the plug. Okay, so I am going to read out our second question. We are treating you today to two questions because there's just so much to talk about when it comes to vaginas. Um, so <laughs> this question is from the lovely Catherine. She says, I've just come out of a relationship and I'm thinking about coming off of contraception. But after Googling it, I'm worried about the possible side effects. Girls, has anyone experienced this? Can you help? Oh Oh my God, God. Catherine, come to the right place. Catherine, you have come to the right place. Also, first thing first, first things first. Wow, I've had (laughs) one and a half wines. I cannot get my words out. Um, Google is like the best and worst place, isn't it? Because yes, you're going to learn a lot, but also it can just be terrifying at Mm. times. Um, I think the, the, I say the problem, the thing is everyone is going to have a different experience. So yeah, some people are going to come off contraception and have a really terrible experience or not great. They're going to have side effects and then other people are going to come off and be fine. So it's really hard to say. So hard. So, so hard. But I mean, I'm not a doctor. I can't give you medical advice, but from my perspective, I was on contraception and I came off it about 10 years ago because like you, a relationship broke down and I thought, oh, why am I taking this every day? And it was honestly the best thing I've ever done. I didn't have many options available to me. Um, to be honest, I think there's probably more now, but because I felt so good coming off yeah. of it, um, there's no way I'm going back on hormonal contraception. Yeah. And I know you can take non-hormonal, but I'm not fucking doing it. No. I'm sorry. There's other ways to stop me getting pregnant, which is predominantly the reason I was on it, and I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to put hormones in my body again. But one of the interesting things for me is... I didn't realise how bad contraception made me feel. So mm. you could literally have told me I'd won the lottery and I would know 
that I was meant to be happy and I would give you the reaction that you needed. But inside, I was just a bit like, oh, okay. Dead inside. Dead inside. Dead inside. Literally dead inside. I remember going on holiday Mm. and the night before being like, I should be so excited. I should be so excited. And I, this is a genuine thought process that night. Oh, it's because you're getting older. It's just because you're getting older. How old are you at the time? I think I was about 19. Oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> just thought you don't feel that level of excitement yeah. because you're getting wow. older. And then when I came off of contraception, I literally felt like a cloud that I didn't know was there was lifted. I mm. could have cried mm. at like a beautiful flower. I remember being like, oh my God, look at the colours. <laughs> it's so lovely. Yeah. And I just thought, oh my God, I'm never, never, never going yeah, back to that ever again. True. I wouldn't even contemplate it. That's oh. how bad wow. it was. It made you feel. Yeah. yeah, I mean, for me, I I started on the pill. I've had like literally all types of the pill because I had side effects from all of them. And uh, like I'm talking bad skin, I'm talking depression, mood swings. Like I had all of those side effects from them terrible periods you know just irregular and um the only one that worked for me i think was called jedderall anyway that is a contraception <laughs> yeah. absolutely a form of contraception fresh oh, from ireland um, um but i did i but i i had all the types of the pill i had the implant in my arm God, yeah. With the implant in my arm, I was on my period, shit you not, for seven months. <gasps> James! I was on my period for seven months. God, sometimes lightly, sometimes really heavy, but um, I know TMI and all that, but I and I went to the, the clinic and I was like, oh, you know, it doesn't seem to be working. Like mm. I'm on my and she was like, oh no, it's fine. It just takes about six, six to nine months to settle in your body. Well, by month seven, I was like, nah, get yeah. this out. Let me try something different. So then I tried the IUS, which is the, the coil, but the system. So it releases hormones yeah. um, instead of the other one, which kind of just blocks the fallopian tube so the egg doesn't come down into the cervix. Not doctor. Uterus. Uh, uterus. <laughs> <laughs> the womb, motherfucker. Um, and, yeah, so I had the IUS. That. I was on my period heavy really? for nine months. <gasps> like, could have had a baby in that time. I went to the oh clinic at least three God. times because I was, by this point, anemic. <gasps> yeah, I was, like, passing out. I couldn't focus on work. I, I was losing weight and all of this. And twice, they turned around and was just like, you do need to give it more time. It's not healthy <laughs> for us. Yeah, it's not time. healthy for us to be um, taking it out so soon after we're inserting it. It's not healthy it. for you to have it left in. Girls, by the third time, I went into the clinic without an appointment, and I was like, I need you to take out this now, and I will sit here until someone comes out and fetches me to take it out. So, How old um, were you when this was happening? I oh, can't remember. How old was I with the IUS? I was, I think, 20... I don't know, 21? can't remember i can't remember how old i was but regardless of my age i yeah i was i was like get this thing oh. out of me it just didn't work right yeah. so i have literally tried more than most in regards to contraception i haven't had the injection um but that frightens me the injection because yeah, i think you can't take it out like yeah. i'm not, I'm not really, you can't take the, can't take the court like once you've got those hormones it, like all of it like let's just highlight it now as women, we are expected to pump our bodies full of hormones yeah. to stop us from getting pregnant when actually, like you say, there's this massive fog. Like, I didn't realise until I came off. So during the lockdown, I um, I couldn't get hold of the pill that I was on as easily. Like, I just couldn't without paying for it. And part of me was like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. just like use other means. I was so sick of pumping myself. And I had a little bit of a detox in general, like I, I just trying to get a bit healthier. And I think maybe because of like COVID, I was just thinking about my body and how I treat it and what I do to, you know, keep healthy. Blah blah blah. So I came off of it, and I similarly felt really like, oh, just feel. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I don't know how to describe the feeling. I was like, I felt this clear. Was it clear headed? I guess. It was a mixture, yeah. I felt more in in 
touch with my emotions. I was more, I was more sexually active. Like I was, more, I was hornier. <laughs> Let's put it out there. Like I felt. Go like, on, Michael. <laughs> get in there, my son. I need to lock down. <laughs> yeah. But it, whatever yeah. it is, it's suppressed a lot of things in there. A lot of like uh, my sex well, drive. It does. Like loss it, of libido is huge really? with um, hormonal contraception. Yeah. Oh, mate! It it was like it was a whole other world, girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but I, I came off of it, and I wasn't on my. I didn't start my period again for six months and during this time like I'm like shit fuck I'm on my period and I'm like oh have I made a really bad mistake have I come off of contraception and not been careful enough uh, but I was doing tests and they were negative like my mum was on my case she was like have you come on yet have you come on yet like obviously from a caring yeah. perspective just making sure that I'm being safe and I literally ran my doctor and I was like what's going on and I've not come on she was like yeah it's normal like some people don't come on for at least a year after they've come off of contraception your body's just finding it's it's period, it's regularity yeah. again, like natural rhythm. Yeah, the natural rhythm. Yeah. So, um, so coming off a of contraception, I have not gone back since. I, I now use a hormone-free um, contraception. Same. And and that works for me. Yeah, I was exact. Well, I had the. I just call it the hormonal hormone. No, <laughs> don't call it that. Hormonal. Wow, how is that so hard to say after a red wine? hormonal there we go coil um and i had it for so the first two years were a dream so i'd tried every pill in the world didn't work for me i was so nauseous i was so sick like i'd tried absolutely everything progesterone only and you know every single one um and then i'd heard really bad things about the copper coil so the non-hormonal one so i went for the hormonal one because the lovely nurse at the clinic was like, it's so localised, you might not feel the same effects. I didn't. It was amazing. I barely had periods um, for two years. I I just loved it. Loved, loved, loved it. Then it all started going tits up. Like, but for no reason. Like, what what is that? Like, is it my body reacting to the hormones different? Like, who knows? Um, started to have like three week long periods. I'd literally come off for like half a week and be straight back on again. Like, really noticed the difference. Anyway, I had mine out end of the year, and I still haven't come on my period yet. But again, like nobody tells you that that's super normal. Yeah. But it is really normal. And yeah. I was watching a video of a, a vlogger the other day, and she was like, "That was the worst time for me because I felt like." so desperate just to have a period back even if I had one and it disappeared I just wanted to have one just to know that your body's working you can still have a period yeah Yeah. exactly but for me because I have PCOS I used to go like six months without having one anyway what PCOS polycystic ovary syndrome yeah so um I would literally go like I could go six months then two weeks Oh, really? Then six weeks. It makes it then that irregular. That irregular. Wowzers. Yeah. I know, it was mental. Literally every month would be like, oh God, here we go. <laughs> the money that I've spent on pregnancy tests, honestly, even being like safe, oh, yeah. a joke. I mean, yeah. I don't know why because I didn't even have sex in my first relationship, but anyway. <laughs> still convinced myself. Like, I didn't have sex for a year and every month I'm like, oh shit, it might be this month. Isn't it mad though how like we spend so long trying not to get pregnant mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're like desperate to get pregnant and I always think like but also that Jesus. you demand your body to work that quickly yeah, yeah. Right? and that you're like oh I've been on all these hormones for all of these years and now I'd like a baby so I'm just going to come off of my contraception like I don't know this personally but I know of people that have been like they've come off their contraception and they're like fretting that they can't get pregnant yeah. immediately. I mean, some of my friends haven't been able to get pregnant at all, and that's because of other health implications. But, um, but you just—it's—it's it's so, we demand so much yeah. from our bodies. Yeah. And listen, putting it out there to Catherine, if you want to give up contraception and it's the right choice for you, give it up. Yeah, go. With you can go. always go back on it as well. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing that is, exactly. is yeah. um, stopping stopping you what was the word definite fucking hell this red wine's gone <laughs> yeah there's nothing stopping yeah. you from going back Nothing's on permanent. it no. like you don't have to do anything and and more than anything chat with um the people at your clinic the nurses that you know whatever chat, chat to the people at your sexual health clinic mm-hmm. give them a call ask them for guidance or whatever but like know your body just if you want to come off of it come off of yeah. it expect your body not to be as you might 
think it will be. It's not going to be regular. It's not, you know, read up on the side effects off of a like an NHS approved website as well. Do yeah. not Google stuff that's going to make you freak out. No, just give your body time as well. Like, yeah. give it time. It's had all these hormones pumping around its body, like mm. around your body. Just let yourself have time to get back to normal. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, just to put it out there as well. Obviously, I have quite strong views on this. For me, I know so many of my friends who are on it on it on contraception love it it works for them it does the trick it regulates some of them it stops some of them getting pregnant do you know what i mean so yeah i think we we've got quite unique views but that's all down to our personal experience oh God, absolutely and i was yeah. going to say as well like why do you do you want to come off of it just because you've come out of a relationship and you feel like you don't need it anymore but if the if your contraception is working perfectly well for you then i would maybe say like I don't want to say don't, but like if you've got no other reason than I'm single now and I don't need it, but if you feel great in yourself, then maybe don't yeah, rush to yeah. come off it. There's no need. Well, to. I heard those, I, I and I didn't Google to sit, not Google. I didn't ask if it was correct or not. But I had some people saying to me, if you come off a of contraception, go back on it. It's like not good for your body. Like coming off and on contraception right. is quite bad for it. And then other people were like, yeah, you should take a break every three years. And I'm, anyway, there's so many mixed messages. Is there a myth about the break on the pill? I need to Google this and I don't have my phone on me. But apparently, the break in certain pills hmm. was designed by men. <gasps> Stop it. No, I'm being serious. What? Right, you're going to have to Google this now. I'm sure the break in the pill cycle was designed by men. And I can't imagine why, because that well, would I mean, be I can. your period. <laughs> the first article I found is, why your seven-day pill break was designed with the Pope in mind. Yes, <laughs> I told you. Told you. Right, let's get this. I hope you haven't got the Pope in mind when you're <laughs> laying back and thinking of... England? The Pope. <laughs> oh, it's the Pope. Rome. The Vatican. The Vatican. <laughs> Lay back and think of the Vatican. Oh. The Vatican wow. ain't even 41% of women are taking the pill. That seems like a very high amount. I'm not surprised by that, though. No, I'm not. And yet, for 60 years, we've been instructed to take a week-long pause in our combined contraceptive pill taking pill taking to allow for a period that's not really a period at all and was originally devised to please the Pope. Never mind the fact that women have health issues, blah, blah, blah. <gasps> but we've designed an entire contraceptive method around appeasing the Catholic Church by replicating women's natural menstrual cycle. Yeah, because when you have a period, when you have a period on the pill, it's not an actual period. It's no, not releasing the egg. Yeah. Because I, I'm not going to pretend that I know the, the science of it, but it's not a real period. It's not, no. Yeah, so we, we have a break just so the Pope can be like, oh, she's still a... A woman. Fertile woman. She's still with a, a woman doing having a cycle. That's bullshit. Oh, girls, right. I'm so angry. Listen, I, I feel like I've opened a can of worms here. Is that We would just like to say that if you're a big fan of the Pope, then um, this may not be true. <laughs> we might get... I don't care if we get backlash. If we, listen, if you know the truth, please do share it Let with us. Let us know. Email us, longstoryshortpodcast22 at gmail.com. We want to be educated. Subject title the Pope. <laughs> Pope's on periods. Pope's on periods. <laughs> <laughs> right, do you know what? On a separate oh, note, God. right? On a totally separate note, this is um, is vagina related. Vagina image. Right. Wow. So, is this actually a term? But no, it's not a term. It's something I'm saying. No, vagina, like, like the images of vagina that are out there. Vagina? Vaginas that are out there. I want to talk about growing up and how you felt towards your vagina and just vaginas in general because I remember at a certain age when I was sexually active being so self-conscious of the visual of my vagina like I hadn't actually looked at it in myself but like the visual of my vagina yeah. and and I remember like one leg in one leg out of trousers that conscious like Wait, trying what? To, yeah yeah, yeah. No, 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 but what I don't do you mean by that? Like, having sex with one leg in my trousers. Shut up. Shut up. Girls, I did. I swear. But the surely they can off. still see. Yeah, I know, but well, just... You, you, like, it's like you've got a willy then. Just this... What do you mean? Spelling. Spelling. <laughs> around. No, I mean, like, I was so self-conscious of oh. my vagina and just the whole of my body, mainly just clothes, um, that it... it yeah, it definitely held me back. Like, I was so not confident at points. Like, it was definitely like, oh, don't 
oh, and all of that sort of, I don't know why I whispered, but like turn the lights off and yeah. um yes, and I I think it was the A the person that I was with was quite I'm gonna say abusive, mm-hmm. mentally abusive in that sense because they were they were putting thoughts into my head about me, like they were making they they basically they would compare me to so many other people as a form of like as a form of like banter and like oh oh god she's got a nice ass and she's got a nice and it just ate away at me that like I had this massive body dysmorphia including that about my vagina that it just like made me I was like contemplating surgery at one point I swear yeah I did I swear I I was contemplating because I did and then I compared myself to like porn and things like that and, and I yeah. think it's so dangerous at a young age to feel that way and I just I want young girls now that are becoming sexually active to appreciate that their body is not going to look like anybody else's we're no. individual so just be aware of that and be proud that you what you see on you is what nobody else sees on them yeah. and yours is absolutely normal I'm not talking like like uh, mine is my my vagina is absolutely normal, but I just <laughs> remember. <laughs> I just remember like seeing porn where women yeah. had literally like nothing there. Like when I say yeah. nothing there, I'm like they barely even have like the protective outer layer flaps. I know exactly what you. And mean. that made me go like, oh my god, mine's not normal because but it's I have the same them. thing as where like men's dicks in porn yeah. are nearly always like. Fucking humongous. Well. Like, Steve is I'm absolutely dying. Men have seen more vaginas than we have. How many vaginas have you seen in real life? Men? How many God, vaginas have you no. seen? In real I, life? In real life. Just I my own. Yeah. Um, Amsterdam, I saw a peep show. Does that count? Oh, right. Yeah. But do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, but that's it's funny. You've not seen a real life no. vagina. No, you've only got yours to go off of. Yeah, yeah, and like, and and that's it. And and in porn, which is like completely unrealistic in every single way, anyway. Do you know we should ask a beautician? Oh Oh my god! So Parisa, who does my laser, shout out Parisa. We actually mention her in like the next episode a hell of a lot. (laughs) I was talking to her actually. You're. I've worded this so many times and it never comes out right. But I'm going to go for it again. She said, "Look, speaking to you and looking at your vagina is like." looking at your face and everyone goes oh what because your face looks like a vagina and it's like she's like no i'm so used to seeing them that i don't find it any different from looking at your face like oh. i well, literally that's the thing, isn't it? i thought you meant something totally different then i got it in my head then you know when like dogs start to look like their owners oh my god <laughs> i thought you meant like Vaginas actually look like their owners. So that was total tangent. Anyways. I hope not. I've got fucking massive normal lips. (laughs) (laughs) I hope my big nose doesn't mean anything about my vagina. Jesus. But do you know what? It's really funny though because I had never thought twice about it. And then I actually, my mum's friend's kid had an operation on her labia because it was like apparently like the mum had said like no it is was really long and like dangling down even if it is it doesn't fucking matter if you feel fine about it bloody brilliant but she obviously uncomfortable didn't. it was it was yeah it literally she could feel it as she was walking so it caused her a lot of discomfort yeah but <sighs> this is the thing girls right i had been told before like people had mentioned like oh, have you had a designer vagina? Like, oh, it's very, like, neat and tucked in, right? So I'm not going to lie. I was a smug queen. I walked around like, I've got a neat little DV vagina. Like, <laughs> look at me go. Like, people be like, what's your best feature? And in my head, I'm like, she's down there. She's, <laughs> she's fantastic, right? Then, I don't know what made me do it, but years later, I thought, I'm going to have a look at her. You know? But you'd never looked at your I'd vagina? Never no, because I just didn't think to look at it. And I'm not going to lie. No, I don't even no. think I would have. No. And I got no. the mirror out and I just thought, it's nothing to write home about. You know, like, it's fine. But I would not say that is a neat, perfect, beautiful vagina. It just, yeah, to but me, they're not beautiful, aren't no, they? No, they're not beautiful. Not but, really. like, but I just thought, to me, that is what I imagine is very average. So isn't it weird? 
<laughs> Sorry nothing, to do you down. There's but nothing like, about you that is outside. <laughs> let me tell you. For the sake of the podcast, Ellie just turned her head down towards her <laughs> vagina and apologised to her. <laughs> but, you know, it's just weird, like, people's perception yeah. of yeah. that. See, yeah. that would never have even bothered me, though. I know this sounds mad, because the only reason my vagina is on show is if you're being intimate with somebody. Yeah. And if you're being intimate with somebody, I'm thinking... You're a lucky lad anyway. <laughs> yeah, you are. Also, <laughs> you don't care what I look like. I don't care what you look like, because we obviously like each other enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, I don't know. That's never. Yeah. I would be more concerned about hair. Not yeah. actually what my vagina looks like, yeah. whether I was shaving or not. That, that would be a bigger thing to me. Well, that's another thing, isn't that's it? Like, thing, yeah. I remember being younger and being um, made to feel like anything but completely bald wasn't, was, was dirty or was, like, untidy. Whereas now, I'm like, no, I need to have a little bit of hair there. Mm. I just, oh, you like a little bit of hair? Yeah, I do. Like, I, there's something about looking in the mirror and being completely bald that I'm like... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it does. Oh, I'm it makes me permanently oh, so. Yeah. But do you know what's funny? Because I've had laser, so basically I am like very bald down below. But before, I did think like, do I want to leave the strip there? Because basically, if I have this done, I'm gone forever. And then I thought, no. See ya. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> yeah. And now she's well and truly on display. Yeah. Living her best life. Yeah, I need it. I need a bit of hair then. I can't. Yeah, I can't have. Mad uh, how um, over I think time. it might be a little bit more of a like digging my heels in. Like, I think it might be a little bit of feminism yeah. coming out in me and being like, no, bullshit. My vagina was meant to have hair, otherwise it wouldn't have hair yeah. through natural selection. So welcome to my vagina and here is its bit of hair. All right? Uh, so, uh, yeah, anyway, that's, um, yeah, it was just, know. it just made me conscious because I think there are so many young girls. Let's not beat her up. <laughs> <laughs> You've been dying to say that. <laughs> I thought about it 10 seconds ago and I thought I'm going to get that in before the conversation moves well, yeah, there are so many young girls that, um, that I think are told by boys that watch porn that they need to look a certain way down there or, you know, people use really derogatory terms like hammy, fanny and things like that and I, they do! shout it out to other girls that they knew walking down the street and I'm just like it's mortifying for them because like how could they like any what I'm trying to say is is all of this like yeah but you know all that terms like oh get yeah, your rat out awful. get your rag out rat get your rat out and things like that like yeah. such derogatory terms are used towards our yeah but they're fucking desperate sad. for it like you cannot judge with those things hanging between your legs yes okay? yes it's the ball sector for me oh my god <laughs> Right, stop. Never yeah. has there been a pre-ball sack ever. <laughs> this, is, this is what I mean. Like, why I was never bothered. You ain't pretty, so I ain't going to worry about being pretty. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm really trying to wax my ex's ball sack. I've done it too slowly. He ended up with a bruise from Did you do that on purpose? Tell me you did it on purpose. To be honest with you, girls, I think I sold him down the line and I was like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Didn't have to. No. I just like, I'll tell you what, that's karma for that prick. Yeah, I was going to say, fucking deserve the bruise balls. Exactly, that's all he got. Anyway. Well, just coming back to it, Catherine, just like coming back to your point. Coming back, long story short, coming back to your point, if you want to come off contraception, Come off it, girl. Don't um, don't don't stress. Don't ask too many questions from other people. Take on board what people say, especially health professionals. But know your body, girl, and know when it's time for you, mate. And if you want to go back on it, go back on it. There's no like no no decision is permanent unless it's Ellie's vaginal hair. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, anyone else who's listening, can I just say because we had some technical difficulties and lost the second half of Vagina Diaries we're having to re-record and I am gutted that we lost the part where we played 
our music game, which I can't remember the name of. Anyway, which we've called Challenge Jade. Challenge but can Jade. we just say, this came out of Jade being like, can we call it Challenge Jade? Because I am elite. And actually, I won the bloody round and that was lost. It. You know what? You sound like a sore loser right now, Ariel. <laughs> well, I'm a sore winner. <laughs> I think she sabotaged it just so she can, can have imagine? another go at Challenge Jade. <laughs>